We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian, and welcome to today's podcast. You excited? I am. Really? Yeah. Why? It's just a good day. <laughs> it's fall. You got your little flannel shirt on. I do. Today's the first officially cool day. It was 50 degrees when we got up this morning. It was a little chilly. It, it felt bit... good. And uh, uh, we kind we kind of match today, although they can't see us. Our friends can't we see do, us. We do, yeah. So we kind of greens and purples, and yeah. So, uh, so what's up in our world? You made chicken enchiladas the other night, and they were wonderful. I did, and I snuck something in on you. You did. I sliced an avocado. Right. And what did I tell you? You told me to try it. Got a very funny look from you. Yes, nose curled up, my brow furled, as they say. Maybe an ew. <laughs> I'm not eating that. But it was okay. It was good. It was good. You ate two-thirds of it. It was, I mean. It was fresh avocado. It was so good. It was good. Now, I'm not a big fan of uh, guacamole. Now, our friend Lisa. Hers is to die for. Her, she makes some incredible guac, and hers is hers is the only guacamole that I've ever liked. Yes. Okay. Now, so I'm just not a fan. I it's just, okay. I was proud of you though. You tried something new. Uh, it still has a strange texture. Uh, be okay. It's like green pumpkin. But I like pumpkin. Oh my word! <laughs> That's not quite the description I would have. Chosen. Well, it has that texture, don't you think? <laughs> okay. All right. And then. You bought a skeleton. Yes. Moving on. I bought a skeleton. Why are we moving on from this? We're moving on from the avocado. Oh. So, yeah. So, and then you bought a skeleton. I did. For fall, okay, so it's, Halloween. It's just a fun season, and I thought that it would be fun for our office to have a little... Yeah, you didn't take it home. You brought it to the office, <laughs> and you're staging him. Right now, he's got his hand in the candy bag. Yeah. He's not going to eat candy. I mean, I'm giving him the opportunity. He's a skeleton. Okay. He's dead. He has no taste buds. He has a name. Okay. Bony Juan Kenobi. See, <laughs> this is. He's awesome. So, yeah. As a Star Wars aficionado. Uh-huh. That's pretty offensive. Oh, well, you'll, you'll recover. You'll <laughs> His name's not changed. Thanks for, thanks for the sensitivity toward my, my feelings. There's my empathy gene coming in. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shake it off. You'll uh, be all right. Uh, <laughs> don't you feel better? Uh, and then fall's officially here, as you yes. said. Yes. All things fall. I still want gumbo. I think we're going to have gumbo tomorrow. We are. Chicken and sausage It's officially gumbo? soup season. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Chicken corn chowder soup. Mm -hmm. uh, you do a great vegetable beef soup. Even, I mean, I think we could even throw red beans and rice in here. It's not a soup, but. I was about to say. It's that time of year where, yeah. Soup and like bread. And cornbread. Oh. Chili. Okay. See, that's something big for me, and we're going to get stuck here. We weren't planning on it. But. When you make chili, you also make cornbread for me. I do. 
and I take the cornbread and put it in the bottom of the bowl and pour chili over top of it. Uh-huh. And I've had people look at me like I've had three heads. Until they tried. Until they tried it. That's right. And it is glorious. Something else you must have with chili is onion. You mm-hmm. chop up an onion. And no, I don't it. need it, but you're good. What's the best? I need a little grated cheese and sour cream. And a few Fritos. No. For like a little Frito tortilla pie. Tortilla chips. Oh, you don't do Frito pie? No. You do. We take our chili very seriously, yes. apparently. Okay. <laughs> Let's so. just be honest. We take food very seriously. Anybody hungry? <laughs> yes, actually, I am. <laughs> why am I hungry? Would you like to tell them why I'm hungry? Because you tried to eat healthy for lunch. Yes. And that backfired. I had this crazy, stupid frozen meal that had six carbs and 200 calories. It's going to be a big dinner. It was five bites. <laughs> People in prison get fed more than this. So I'm done. (laughs) Let's talk about comparisons Mm. and comparing possessions and other things. Okay, like for me, this is a big issue when it comes to body image Mm. because and. uh, why am I always the one that gets serious? Why am I always the one that like reveals all the feelings? Uh, Maybe you're just more of an adult than I am. I don't know. So, but for me, when I go into a room, when I go into a restaurant, mm. I know that all eyes are going to be on me because I'm a large man, and I'm very self. So I I live in this comparison trap. Like I will see somebody else, and I'll think I wish I had their body. I wish I was. And trust me, totally trust me. There is something about them that they wish they could change. But I think think kind of what I love about us, though, when it comes to comparison, we don't care. We really do not care what our neighbors are doing as Mm. far as the latest car, the latest gadgets. What does your now, house look like? Hang on, hang on. Well, I'm not talking Apple products. Okay, that's all right, all right, that's right. a whole nother subject. But I just I think something for us that I've always maybe I shouldn't take pride in it, but I do is that we're not trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. But that doesn't. It's never been our thing. It's it's never. It's never bothered me. It's never bothered me like well that person has that I should get one. Or that person has that. I That's never bothered me. Now, I will say this. As a husband, as a man, I always want to give you better. I want to give you a better home. I love her home, I want home, to give though. you a better. It aggravates me at times. And my car is paid for, so leave it alone. I've never. So I've. <laughs> Just say it. So that's. Now, are there things that I do like envy and want? Yes. Pastor Rick Warren has a 3,000-foot library. I would, yes, I'd like to, I'm in, I'd want that. <laughs> but am I going to go? That's not going to fit in their house. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know why it's never bothered me. I mean, it's never, I, I guess because I'm too stuck on the other stuff. Like mm. I wish I was shaped like that person or built like that person or had that person's waistline. I wish I, I wish I, but. Uh, am I proud of our home? Yes. 
Am I happy with our cars? Yeah, they're a car. Uh, it's a nice car. That's okay. Yeah, it gets us from place to place. Um, our home know. is twice the size of what we need. So True. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to say this. Don't think this is some, at least for me, this is not a spiritual maturity. At least I don't think it is. So I don't consider myself to be that spiritually mature. Um. I don't think it's like because I'm all satisfied in Christ that I don't want this stuff. I am, I have still a lot of, I still have a lot of growth to do, that kind of stuff. It isn't like Jesus took that away from me. It's just something I never struggled with. Now, let me be honest. If I see somebody eating like a three piece chicken dinner with a biscuit, I'm going to, I'm, yes. You want that. I want to keep up with the Joneses in that particular way. Yes. (laughs) I think. It's cautionary when it gets to the point that you're putting yourself in debt Mm. or you're never satisfied or content with what you have. So, And it morphs in other ways. So, okay, yes, we don't covet those things. But I think if we're honest, there may have been times in our careers when we wished we were further along Mm. or we wished that – I mean, to your point, you wished you had a different body image, but I think we can both say that we're comfortable with just, I don't know, I'm, I'm not I'm comfortable with where we are. Well. Yes. I'm comfortable with what we have. But I do think there are some good reminders here, which is stay in your lane live into your own purpose or calling because I think it's tempting sometimes to say oh I'd I'd really like to be doing what that person is doing now people may say Brian and Kayla you're sounding a little hypocritical because you are renovating your house and I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna say we're not renovating it because somebody else we saw somebody else doing it no the stairs were falling down well (laughs) (laughs) our uh, house is nearly 20 years old uh, we have never changed the carpet. Uh, we haven't had new furniture in, what, 20 years? And how many college students have sat on that furniture? But legit, I am so grateful for God's grace because our back deck, unbeknownst to us, yes. one of the posts was rotted. And it was about probably a month from falling down. Yeah. So, yeah, there are there are need-to-dos. And, yes, there are some wants in there. I think... Where my mind is going when we talk about this topic is just for Kayla to remember that I am I am fearfully and wonderfully made. His word tells us that. To be an image bearer of him, that he didn't create two of me. You're mm. welcome you're welcome, B. But not to not to spend my entire life wishing I was something or someone or had something different. Hmm. I think that's the I think that's the root of it maybe. Hmm. So uh, to your point, let me say this, as a guy, I take to heart everything you just said 100%. And you know, I'd be happy with stuff that's like just very simple, you know. Oh, yes. I'm 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 a simpleton kind of guy. Now, do I care about clothes? As long as there's a clean shirt, I'm good to go. True. 
Okay. But being the EVP of an organization, I need to dress a certain way. If it, if I didn't, I'd dress like Steve Jobs every day, a black t-shirt and blue jeans. I'd be happy. <laughs> so, um, Here's what here's what I would say is if if you're in a comparison trap, first of all, realize that even if you had what they had, you probably still wouldn't be happy because stuff doesn't make us happy. Amen. Okay. What I have found as to what satisfies B, as to what makes me happy, Jesus and Miss Kayla making experiences with you. Mm-hmm. And a good meal. (laughs) Amen. And a good book. Yeah. So that's me. Um, I don't remember 90% of the things that I have bought in Target. Disclaimer, that does not mean I'm going to stop going to Target. Oh, I thought there was a, like, the heavens were opening and angels were going to sing. Let's just get that out of the way. Oh, okay, okay. But I will tell you that I remember every experience we've been able to create. Yes, I agree with that. So let's share some stories, shall we? All right. So you just mentioned Target. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the pandemic started, we'd go to Target every Saturday morning, probably spend an hour there. Get a coffee. Get a coffee. And we have, we have a friend that used to work at Target, and we'd talk to her for a while, and that kind of stuff. Well, we would eventually split up. You would go to one section, I'd go to another. Well, there was a time when one of your good friends was the manager of yes. Target. So you and Daniel would sit and talk in Starbucks, or you'd walk the store with him, and I would shop. And then we would go see our friend who was the pharmacist at Target at the time. And yeah. It was a whole experience, and this particular day, it was really an experience. So you were in, like, housewares, and I was, like, in books or Mm -hmm. the Star Wars section or something like that, and this lady approaches me, and she's pushing a cart, and she gets really close to me, and she reaches out, and she wants to touch me. Like, it's almost like I'm a bear at the zoo. (laughs) And laugh! It didn't happen to you. (laughs) And she's reaching out, and she's trying to touch me. And so I just back up, and she pushes her cart toward me, and she keeps trying to touch me. And I'm saying, excuse me, excuse me, and she doesn't say a word. She just keeps, keeps trying to touch me. following you. Yeah, so I start – so I just leave that section, and, like, I go over to, like, books. Well, there she is with her cart. She's following me. Well, I leave there, and I go to, like, over to, like – grocery Mm -hmm. she's there well at that point i start texting you where are you Mm -hmm. and you're like housewares i'm like please come find me i'm here this woman is chasing me well all i had to put in a text is that the woman was chasing me and i came and found you and you came and found me you found me i think it was in books or no you were in star wars let's just tell the truth you had gone to the star wars lego section but I basically had to wedge my cart between you and this lady before she would leave you alone. Yes. And you declared you were not going back to Target for a while. I mean, this woman, she she reached out to – you walked up. She was still coming after me. Like She was determined. She was de- – I don't know what it was, but she came up to me, put out her arm trying to touch me, and you put a cart between me and her. And all she did was just look at you. Yeah. And finally left. And finally left. And then I left. I left the store. 
So yeah. it it did you in? Yes, I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm gonna put a sign that says "Don't feed the animals around my neck." <laughs> Stop. I don't understand. I have this magnet for weird. So so what about the time we went to Macy's at Christmas? Okay, in a previous podcast, we talked about how we don't nitpick. If we're going to argue, we're going to argue. But there are triggers. Okay. And me getting lost is definitely a trigger. Okay. So we're at this nice mall that's up in Roanoke, and you were in Macy's looking for something. I went to look at their Christmas section. Okay. And you declared you needed to go to another store. Well, they had this poster section set up in the mall, and it was classic movie posters, and I saw a Godzilla movie poster. And I thought about buying it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm down there, and it is loud. I mean, it's probably five days till Christmas. Yeah, it was intense. And it was really loud, and you were calling my cell phone, and I couldn't hear it. Uh-huh. And you were lost. Well, you couldn't find me. It wasn't that I was lost, but I have been previously lost. As a child, I got lost in a store once. And I think that just, I need to know where my people are, what they're doing, and you were not answering me. So I started to get a bit panicked after about the fourth call and various texts. So I'm able to leave that particular place where that poster was, and I'm going up this escalator, and the phone rings. And I said, hello. And I noticed there's a bunch of calls. I said, hello, where are you? And, and by said, this time, picture this. Okay. I am in the front of Macy's. I've come out to the entrance of Macy's. This is in the mall. In She's the coming mall. out, and I'm coming up this escalator. Now, to the left of me is this bench. And we're oblivious to what's on that bench. Well, I have no idea what's on that bench. But for the sake of this story, you should know there are three elderly ladies, mm-hmm. all with, like, blue hair, sitting, sitting on, on this bench. bench, and they have their purses in their laps. Kayla comes up to me. Where have you been? I'm like, why? Well, blah, 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 this. And then I said, I've been down there at the at the posters. I wasn't ignoring you. Well, y'all. That's when the fight started. That's when the fight started. I mean, we are on. And then we realized that all of a sudden we it's start like hearing, a, mm-hmm. And it's like a tennis match. We then noticed at the corner of our eye, <laughs> these three elderly ladies, every time you'd say something, their heads would turn left. I'd say something, their heads would go right. You'd say something, left. Me, right. You, left. It's like a tennis match. And then we got embarrassed. And then you start hearing them go, mm, uh-huh, mm, <laughs> yeah. And so, like you said, then we got embarrassed yeah. and realized it. And so we just looked at him, smiled and waved and... Ran into Macy's. Ran into yeah. ran into Macy's. So... Enough. Um, shopping okay. experience. I want to tell one Switzerland story due to like a time constraint. Okay? Gotcha. And I'm going to use a flatulence word. So just prepare yourself. Uh-huh. And, okay? and a made up name because okay. we don't want to incriminate any parties involved okay. except so, me. <laughs> let's just say, so we went to Switzerland with a seminary tour group. It was me and Kayla and four other folks from from the seminary. Mm-hmm. And we joined up with about 25 other there were people. About, there were about 25, 30 other 25 people. 25 of us total. Yeah. yeah, us and about. And we yeah. joined them in New York, and all of us went over. And now these other 25 people were not from the seminary. They're just from all over America. 
And so we all joined up in New York. Well, we are. We get to Switzerland, <laughs> and it's like day one of touring. And this fella on the tour, I'm just going to name him, what's an odd name? Norman. I'm just going to name him Norman, okay? Norman has a problem, a gastrointestinal issue. And so Norman had the whole back of the bus to himself. Okay. So, but you need to know something about Miss Kayla. I'm so classy until she is the classiest flatulence problem. Until somebody lets out a squeaker. And then you are what? I'm just like a five year old kid. She's gone. I can't help it. So we're in Switzerland. Day one of the tour, we're standing in front of the Switzerland house, and this tour guide is telling us how these families all live. In oh, the, it's fascinating. So the, their houses look like triangles. Yeah, and the youngest family and lives the on the third floor. younger generation lives on the third floor. Then the, then the mom and dad live in the middle, and the grandparents live in the – so they all share a house. So, and this is so serious. There's nothing so funny about, about it. this. All, Norman is standing <laughs> right in front of us. And my boss at the time – who is the VP of Business Affairs for the seminary, he's off to the right. Miss Kayla's standing right next to me. Well, Norman's standing in front of us, and all of a sudden, here's what you hear. <laughs> Kayla looks at me, <laughs> and she is gone. <laughs> I can't believe this just happened. And my boss turns to us and goes, what? what? <laughs> at that point, I'm gone. And Kayla's laughing. But I'm laughing so hard that the tour guide stops yes. and asks, is there yes. a problem? Is there a problem? <laughs> and I'm like, no, we're fine. And my boss turns around and says, what's so funny? And I said, oh, and thank God there's a tennis shoe stuck in a bush right there. I said, that tennis shoe in the bush got Kayla tickled. He never really did oh, understand. No. He does now. He does now. Well, about two or three days later, there's another couple from the seminary on the trip with us. We are at this classic switzerland farm they come up to us if i'm lying i'm dying they come up these are some classy people come up to us and they said brian and kayla we got a question okay has norman farted on y'all yet (laughs) said he said he said it's like thunder i said yes he has Indeed. He has indeed. He has ble- And throughout the whole trip, he would rattle windows. Bless him. He had to have some condition. I would say. But every time, what would you do? I'd laugh. Yes. She's gone. <laughs> just absolutely gone. I'm so sorry. today's podcast, we just kept it classy, y'all. Yeah, we did. We'll share some but more stories in the go. future. So uh, if you like these kind of stories, we'd ask you to share it to tell a friend. Also, you can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Or you can contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or on Facebook, just search for Peas and Carrots Podcast. Mm. Let's go find Norman. No. For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.